Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. The newest fashion trend to come out of this pandemic is skirts for men. I'm going with a mini. Mini <laughs> skirt for me, please. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, that's a good look. <laughs> that's not a good look at oh, all. It's good please, lovely. no. No, I'm going to do it. So, like, kilts? Uh, I don't know. Just skirts in general. Big fashion companies have men's skirts in their newest lines. They say the skirt trend just came out of men not having to worry about work dress codes anymore and wanting their legs to be free and comfortable. Don't shorts do that? Yeah, maybe if you're wearing the ones down to your knees, maybe we want a little more breathing underneath there. Right. Ladies are all like, okay, all right, sure. All right. <laughs> you need a little more comfort on your legs. Try some heels with that skirt, fellas. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it seems like a drastic move to to get some comfort and cool. It's kind of like a towel wrapped around you after the shower. Right. Basic idea, I guess. Basic. I'm going with it anyhow. I mean, the, kilt, part of my worked, new the kilt worked for many... Uh, a century mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in in Scotland and England and, and such, but I think they 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 moved on from it. I'm going to go with the skirt and the Jerry Seinfeld uh, pirate blouse. Oh, that's good luck. Yeah, that's going to be the puffy shirt. That'll be my next look. I wore a kilt for a few years as part of like a a, a, a Scottish uh, drumming corps, mm. and uh, and you got to really be careful when you're sitting down in that thing. Not not only flashing the bits. But just, you know, the tuck under mm. is a very important move before you sit down, especially on cold surfaces. So were you uh, underwearless or did you wear yes, underwear? Yeah, we were regimented. I would uh, be uh, a little concerned with the bacon strips. <laughs> on the skirt. Right. I'd be afraid of making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, a guy in Florida, figure, it's Florida. All right. Uh, he was selling fake COVID vaccination cards. Of course he was. He was fired from his job as a marketing co- at a marketing company after someone on TikTok exposed him. Okay. Of course that's from Florida. Uh, more clothes stuff. A uh, website called Revolve.com has a line of shirts they call Vaccine Ready. Basically, they leave your shoulder totally bare so you can get your COVID shot without having to roll up your sleeve. These shirts cost 70 to 300 bucks. <laughs> I'll roll up my sleeve. Thank you very much. I've seen many a trailer park with sleeveless shirts yeah. that I'm sure weren't costing a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm not buying a shirt that costs more than my first car. <laughs> um, a brewery in New York has created an IPA called Emotional Support Beer. <laughs> After people started joking about needing emotional support beer during the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, good for them. A doctor says one of the weird COVID vaccine side effects that a tiny number of people might experience is vivid dreams about space or flying cars. Oh, weird. Yeah. It, the, the, the human mind and body is a very complex and strange thing. And uh, there's a new term on Urban Dictionary for people who brag about getting the COVID vaccine. If you brag about getting the uh, COVID vaccine, you are now known as a vax hole. <laughs> Don't be a vax hole. <laughs> uh, and there is some real, like, uh, like vaccine jealousy mm. that's going on. Because social media, right away, people mm-hmm. are posting, hey, I've got my vaccine, here's oh, yeah. a certificate. Yeah. And, and boom, like, how did you get it? Oh, I know people You're not are, old enough for that. Out of their minds. Why? Yeah. It's the new having your toes in the sand and a drink in your hand <laughs> yeah. beach photo. Uh, so you can use Vaxhole in a sentence, something like this. Two weeks after the second shot and that Vaxhole is posting <laughs> selfies from a bar in Cancun. 
That's our that's our new motto on Rock Mornings. Right. When you get your vaccine, don't. Oh, you will you will be such. <laughs> oh, you are the captain of vax holes. You will wear. The I don't cape. go anywhere. You will be right there. You will be bragging from top to bottom. I'm such a vax hole. A study of 20 million married couples. 20 million married couples. Wow. Found no astrological signs that are more likely to wind up with any other astrological signs. <laughs> it's all <laughs> BS. <laughs> you know, someone had to go around and ask 20 million yeah, couples. Yeah. For a pointless so, survey. So if you ended a relationship because he was Sagittarius and I can never be with a Sagittarius, well, you blew that one. <laughs> Never believed in that stuff. It's all so crazy. Uh, the first in-flight movie was called Howdy Chicago, and it was shown on a plane in 1921. Wow. Yeah. You'd think in 1921, they'd just be happy that the plane got up in the air and back down on the ground. <laughs> it's a little shaky, that yeah, movie. Yeah. We, we don't need the frills. <laughs> just get us up and get us down. Um, almost all mammals, including humans, pee for the same amount of time. On average, 21 seconds. Okay. Different species all have different sized bladders, but compensate for it with their flow. Right. But we all pee for about 21 seconds. Huh. Again, way down the research level. <laughs> that pole of important research. What are you working on, Bob? Well, I got to stop watching the toilet. I'm going to work. I've been solving COVID and curing cancer. You? <laughs> and go. Yeah, it's tough getting them elephants. Right. You know. Right. Well, and sometimes, you know, tough to tell when they're done. Right. <laughs> A little squirt. Like, does the extra drop count? Is that still peeing? Elephants crossing his legs. I really want to know more about this research. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is it even important we've learned this? Like, what, 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 why Why did somebody figure this <laughs> so, out? Because someone asked. That's what happens in science. I guess so, right? You ask a question, and then you got to come up with an answer. Some fancy-dancy university somewhere got a ton of dough. They right. had to spend it on something. And heaven forbid later on they find out it was 22 seconds, because now everyone's <laughs> going to go back and say, science was wrong. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> uh, when the Beatles were making Abbey Road, they originally planned on calling it Everest. But they didn't want to fly over Mount Everest to take a cover photo. <laughs> it was easier just to walk outside and take a photo on Abbey Road. That's so great. That's so great. Really? I guess back then you couldn't do the superimpose or the uh, cut and paste. Or no. Uh, not, not quite the Photoshop. No. Instead of once upon a time, Korean fairy tales usually start with in the old days when tigers used to smoke. Okay. I didn't know tigers smoke. Well, you got to give it up after a while. Yeah. Again. It's yeah. not good for the lungs. They can't run and take down the... <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Why are you a vegetarian? Well, <laughs> all the smoke in my lungs. I'd really love to catch my lunch, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> Running, I can't. Uh, Jackie Chan did the voice of the Beast in the Chinese version of Beauty and the Beast in 1991. He also sang... All the songs. Really? That guy's a talent. He does it all. <laughs> the expression, my bad. We all say, we've said that in the past, right? Yeah. My bad. My bad. 
became popular because of the former NBA star Manute Bol. He didn't quite have a full grasp of English, so instead of saying, my fault, when something went wrong, he'd say, my bad. No kidding. Yeah, so it came from Manute. And finally, how old do you think sliced bread is? Ooh, I, I have no idea. Like when they started machine slicing it? I guess so, or cutting it by hand. So only 100 years, less than 100 years old. Well, how are you eating it before? Then just ripping it apart? I guess so, just like uh, animals. Cavemen, just tearing it apart. It was sold for the first time 93 years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. so like sold and produced as yeah. sliced bread. Yeah, sliced then. bread, yeah, before that. Speaking was... of bread, mm-hmm. our uh, afternoon delight, Dougie Elliott, dropped off uh, a, a loaf. Dropped a loaf at your dropped place? Dropped a loaf at my place. That's that not, sounds, that's that sounds wrong. That's wrong of him. And especially because he dropped his wife's loaf. <laughs> What's he doing walking around with his wife's loaf? <laughs> it was a big loaf. They're a strange couple. She can bake. Dawn is really good at the bread. Holy cow. She gets all those little air pockets in there, and when you melt, uh, you get it hot and put butter. It reminded me, like, it was a big, big, like, Big round yeah. bread. It reminds me of when you go to like a like a fancy restaurant mm. and they start out with a really good warm yeah, bread yeah, it's so and the whipped butter and it's just you know it's kind of crusty on the outside, yeah, yeah. Uh, but still dense in the middle. It was fantastic. It's like us, crusty on the outside, <laughs> dense in the middle. <laughs> it is time for Ted Reader and Helinda's meets. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craigie. Good morning, Lucky. Ted, how are we after uh, week one or weekend number one, the opening weekend of the joint? Ah, we were pretty good. We had a great weekend. Thanks to everybody that stopped by and came out. Uh, we'll be back open this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday we're working towards. So Perfect. Well, I we'll saw see what that. Happens. I saw that sketch you put uh, online. It looks like something an architect would have done. <laughs> the building of that burger was, was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, the chili cheese, the double chili cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah two, uh, two brisket chuck burgers topped with chili, lots of cheese, uh, a slice of our smoked wild cherry brisket on a toasted bun. Yeah, it was pretty tasty. <laughs> pretty messy, too. Gotta, <laughs> no gotta, doubt. Got to unlock that jaw to get that bad boy in there. <laughs> this is a little bit of a big squish. Yes, sir. Now, this morning, uh, we're talking about uh, basically, I guess, a, a Balkan burger of sorts. Yeah, it's a Balkan sausage, or savap, savapi, or chivap. There's a couple ways to say it. I call it savapi. And it's um, like you can make a kebab out of these, but it's a mixture of ground pork, ground beef, and ground lamb. A little more of the, the beef and pork, and then finish it off with a bit of lamb. Lots of garlic you can throw into that. Uh, some finely, finely diced onion. Some people throw in some fresh herbs of, like, parsley. And then some cayenne pepper for a pinch, uh, a pinch of heat, some paprika, some salt, some pepper, and you mix it up. Add a little bit of, uh, I like to add a little bit of potato starch into mine. Helps to bind it all together. And then you form it into three to four inch long little logs. Hmm. All right, just mm-hmm. like you would a burger or a meatball, but instead of being round, it's a little long log. It's a sausage. Like sticks, like a mini hot dog. Yeah, yeah. but not cased. Right. Not cased. And then you put them in the fridge and let it rest for an hour. Kind of important that you let the ground meat get firm and all the flavors to come together, and then it sets up. And pull it out, and then straight onto the grill. Grill them up. You don't want to go on too high a heat. Uh, medium would be best. And turn them over when they're all done. 
You can drizzle them with a little yogurt sauce that you make with lots of garlic in there, some black pepper. Have some fun with it, maybe even a bit of grated cucumber, almost like you were making a tzatziki. Sounds great. Oh, yeah, it's pretty tasty yeah. and pretty easy. You know, ground, I would take a pound of ground pork, a pound of ground beef, and then about a half a pound of uh, ground lamb. Is there a dip like it, it goes with, you mentioned like a tzatziki? Like a tzatziki, yeah. yeah. So I would use a Greek-style yogurt, which is really thick and creamy. Natural, plain, you right. know, yep. strawberry yogurt doesn't work. No, no. <laughs> now, and so are we, are we putting this in a bun like, uh, like we would eat a sausage? Or you is can it... put it in a pita. Okay. Ooh. Add in your lettuce and your onions and your tomatoes. Oh, sounds if you amazing. wanted to spread it with a bit of hummus or bubba ganoush in the bottom of it, you can do that. And it just changes it up. It gives you a different flavor. Bubba ganoush is such a great word. Yeah. <laughs> it's really one of the all-time great. Bubba ganoush. Baba Ganoush. <laughs> All right, Teddy. Well, no, that sounds like a perfect summertime. I've never heard of this. Vappy. Yeah. 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 I know that the folks at the, at Helenda's Meats, they, they sometimes make them for their fresh counter, but I also know that they have them in their frozen counter. All right. I, I'm so gonna if make you want to make your life a little bit easier, you can do that, too. Yep. When we're allowed but they're to gather, pretty tasty. When we're allowed to gather and have family back uh, around our home and in our backyards for... Uh, pools and barbecues i will definitely be grilling that up oh that'll happen in maybe october so that'll be great <laughs> of, of 2025 all right yeah <laughs> yeah oh listen if you're if you follow ted reader on facebook or any social media teddy gives a pretty good rant and he's spot on on his feelings on the uh, lockdown and you know what i and i'll just finish up with this teddy and then we'll we'll move along what i appreciated about your rant uh, on facebook was that you are a man who does believe COVID is a real thing. So one of the problems we get when people start ranting about closing down and lockdowns is you get that, this isn't real, nobody's sick, it's all BS. And when you start to read that, you just tune out. Because, of course, that's painfully wrong. But your side is spot on. And you say, you know this is a, a terrible virus, but just the way the government is handling it. And as a man who runs a small business, it's brutal. It is brutal. It is brutal. And... Uh, it would just be nice if the rules were the same for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that this is a serious thing, and, and uh, I live in, in, in the GTA in Toronto, and we are locked down, and, and my family, we obey the rules, and we wear our masks and wash our hands, and we don't go out, and we don't go anywhere, we don't see anybody. Um, and it's, it's that when you see places like uh, the giant shopping malls throughout, scattered throughout the city, packed and packed and packed with people, Yet uh, a restaurateur can't have anyone on their patio when we're told that it's safer to be outside than it is to be inside. Yeah. And uh, I could go on and on about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll accept the rules the way they are. I just think that, uh, that our government needs to make them a little uh, level the playing field so that these, the restaurateurs and the, and the small shops and owners and the, the salons and hairdressers uh, can make a living and get back to work because they're about to lose their businesses. Mm-hmm. Teddy, it's it's brutal, you are, and that's not what this is about. No, you are um, correct. We need to we need to come together, but we need to be smart as well, and our government needs to level the playing field so that it's fair for everybody. Take a look, and at, it's not right now. Take a look at Ted Reader uh, online, Facebook, or through uh, Twitter, Instagram. Of course, he's always got great photos. All is cooking, but if you want to read his rant, it's it's well thought out. So uh, go follow him on uh, Facebook. All right, Teddy. People want to get a hold of you to talk real, and how do they do that? 
uh, at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue the Joint. And I look forward to seeing you out at the joint sometime soon. There's going to be some bruised egos over on Sesame Street. NPR recently decided to uh, rank the top 25 best Muppets. Okay. I mean, that's really, you know, they've all worked together for right. a long time. That's really going to cause some. Yeah, it's throwing knives right into the relationship. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, they spoke to like over 18,000 people. They did uh, over 150 different Muppets received votes. I didn't know there was that many Muppets. Anyhow, uh, any Muppet from any property was eligible. Uh, The Muppet Show, Muppet Babies, Fraggle Rock, Sesame Street, Labyrinth. It went on and on. Okay. They counted all variations of uh, Muppet characters together. So Gonzo the Great and Gonzo from Muppet Babies both count as Gonzo. Okay. Some Muppets were counted as a set, like Statler and Waldorf. Others were counted individually, like Beaker and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, as well as Bert and Ernie. The Fraggles of Fraggle Rock were also counted individual. Okay, yes. you got to do that. Uh, they didn't include Yoda, and they didn't include any humans who had been in Muppet movies. Right. Well, Yoda's not a Muppet. Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe is he a part of... He's a puppet, but not a Muppet. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's all, it all gets very confusing. It's right. It's like the Marvel world. You know, yeah. there's too many <laughs> characters. I'm already and- confused. I'm trying to think back. I barely remember my Sesame Street days, but, you know, trying to think back which ones the kids liked. 25, bottom of the list, barely made it into the top 25. Count Von Count. The Count? Yeah, he was great. Really? I like the Count. I uh-huh. thought he should be higher up the list. Dr. Teeth at 24. Bert at 23. Wow. Yeah, way down the list, eh? Well, Bert was pretty annoying. You think so? Yeah. Bit of a know-it-all? Bit of a, a bit of a safety Sam. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, like, like all the people who are annoyed by people who point out COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bert sounds like he would have been that guy. <laughs> In our relationship, then, you're Bert and I'm Ernie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the lovable idiot, Ernie. Uh, uh-huh, uh, oh, yeah. I wear that title. Um, Elmo at 22. Wow. That's, you know, because Elmo's a star. Maybe, maybe there's a little bit of jealousy for Elmo. Uh, because, you know, he kind of franchised himself out there. He got into the marketing mm. with the Tickle Me stuff. Yeah, he really self-promoted. Uh-huh. Well, there was the issue with the guy who did his voice. Wasn't he well, That's not being... his fault. No, it's not Elmo's fault, but maybe he's being held responsible for it. You know, <laughs> sins of the be. father and such. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, Scooters at 21. Snuffleupagus at 20. How... How does Snuffy beat out anyone, really? He was the big beastie thing, wasn't he? Sweetums? I don't even know who the hell Sweetums is, 19. Then Ernie at 18. Okay. Big difference there between Ernie and Bert. Sam the Eagle at 17. Pepe the King Prawn at 16. Wow. Don't even know that one. Janice. Do we know of Janice? She's at 15. I don't remember. Big Bird at 14. Okay. Again, a a big star, an original. Yes. Oscar the Grouch at 13. You think, again, he'd be top 10. Rizzo the Rat, Cookie Monster at 11. Yeah, these are kind of the comedic elements uh, to it. I'm surprised if Oscar and Cookie aren't up there higher. Statler and Waldorf at 10. They, they made the top 10. They, they, were, they were great. Again, the comedic element of in the, it. In the Muppet show, they were great. Swedish Chef at 8. Oh, sorry, Swedish Chef at 9. Right. Miss Piggy at 8. Ooh. Doesn't crack the top 5. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like, she would need to be one, too, you would imagine. That ego's massive on that one. Yes. 
Fozzie Bear at seven, Grover at six, Rolf at five, Beaker at four. Beaker was good. Animal at three. Okay. Gonzo at two. Really? Who's number one? Well, it's got to be Kermit, of right? Course, yes. But now he's at one and she's at eight. <laughs> As if he didn't have it hard enough. <laughs> now this comes out. He's going to have to have it hard Kermit's enough. like, you're killing me here. There'll be no piggy love for Kermit. <laughs> and I guess Ernie and Burt won't be sharing a bed anymore. It's a disaster over there on Sesame Street. There will come a day when you can get your vaccine, and uh, there are some tips on things you should avoid doing and things you should do and things not to worry about. For example... Don't take over-the-counter medication like Advil or Tylenol right before you're shot. There's a slim chance it could interfere with the immune response doctors want to see. Uh, but taking them afterwards to help with the symptoms is okay. Some people, you know, say they get like a sore arm or they feel a little off, or feverish or whatever. I know my mother-in-law, a uh, dainty little Italian woman in her late 70s, got her shot and she says she's fine. And my mm-hmm. dad... In his early 80s, got his, and he says he's fine. Yeah, anyone I've spoken to who's got it, so they no effects whatsoever. So yeah. it's all positive. Well, there can't be any effects, Lucky, because it's all, you know, not real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they're just pumping a placebo in you. Um, this is good for me. Don't worry about drinking alcohol. Yes, too much can weaken your immune system in general, but there's no evidence that it affects the vaccine or how well it works. I'm going to roll up with a pint. Hold my beer. (laughs) Bang her in. I'll have that beer back, please. Uh, Don't get a tattoo or piercing right after your shot. That would seem like a busy day. That's a lot. (laughs) You really like needles that much. Yeah. Who would plan to get a needle in the arm and then go right to the tattoo parlor? That seems a bit much. Anyhow, there's a slight chance it could trigger an immune response on top of the one you're getting from the vaccine. Maybe they want to get a tattoo that they're vaccinated. Maybe. A vax hole put across yeah, that, that is, that, That's their passport. Right. Getting wherever they need to go. Maybe. And this is another, I think, too too much uh, with the needles. Don't book other vaccines around the same time. There's uh, not a ton of data on how other uh, vaccines interact. So be safe and wait a couple of weeks before you get another shot. Again, eh, two vaccines in one day or back to back. It's a it's a bit much. Right. I get like maybe you're. Maybe you're planning on traveling right away and you got to get that anti-malaria yeah, stuff in yours. That's right. Going deep into Brazil or something. Um, don't push yourself to exercise. Okay. <laughs> All right, I won't. Doctor says. That'll be your excuse Doctor now. says. <laughs> you got an excuse for that week not to exercise. Doctor says, It'll be years later. <laughs> Doc said I shouldn't. I got the vaccine in 2021. Yeah, Craig, it's 2030. I got to rest. I got to rest. Uh, don't forget to hydrate. It can affect how well the vaccine works, and some people develop a fever from the vaccine, which makes you sweat more. So drink lots of water. Okay. All right. There's your tips when you go get your vaccine. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.